I gotta tell you, fellas, you have got what appears to be a dynamite sound. It's the classic guitar rock podcast. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Ready to move up. Before we start, I'd like to say something. There's no reason why you shouldn't have complete confidence in your chances to come out of this thing alive in one piece. From coast to coast, from border to border. From one end to the other and all points in between. The Classic Guitar Rock Podcast is on. Yes! That's awesome! We crank up and break down the great guitar-driven rock of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And you are invited to come along. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it! And now, your host... Jeremy Lunnan. Yeah, we don't know anything about that fellow there. Who is he? Where's he coming from? It's time for the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. How are you? I'm Jeremy. Looking forward to today's episode. You've probably heard, you've probably heard, there's been quite a bit of hoopla about this. Iron Maiden has a new album out, and that will be the focus of of our episode today Sinjutsu hit the shelves last week and I have been listening to it multiple times over the last week so I have uh, formulated some opinions and we'll share those with you uh, a few things I want to get to uh, before we get to that number one I want to thank uh, my friend J.R. Stanton who joined us last week when we talked about Sonic Temple, that great album from The Cure uh, from 1989. That was a lot of fun to catch up with JR, and and we will have him back for sure. Also, I wanted to get to uh, an email that we got. Our email address is classicguitarrock at mail.com. That's classicguitarrock at mail.com. That's M-A-I-L. L as in email, <laughs> classicguitarrock at mail.com. You can send us a message at any time, requests, suggestions, recommendations, critiques, insults, anything at all. Send those to us. We got an email from Ronaldo who says, thanks so much for your Blizzard of Oz episode. That album was a major part of my teenage years. You and me both, Ronaldo. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for your email. That was a, a couple episodes back. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it. We were joined by John and Darren from the Into the Void, a Black Sabbath podcast and just a great discussion. And that's a huge album, obviously not just to me, but to a lot of you. We've gotten a lot of feedback on that one, uh, especially. So if you haven't heard that episode yet, check that out for sure. I have one Pretty major announcement I want to make about the podcast. This is a little inside baseball, but I, I want you to kind of understand uh, how this is going to work here. One of the challenges with a podcast, particularly a music-related podcast, is because of various copyrights and licensing, you can't play music. Yeah, I mean, you can play a few seconds as a bumper or, or whatever. There's what they call fair use. So you can play, you know, portions of audio from time to time, but you cannot just play songs 
on a podcast. And that's kind of a challenge if you have a podcast that's about music. Well, Spotify has what they call music plus talk format. And because of the arrangement that Spotify has with the record companies, you're actually able to play music. However, it, it only works on Spotify. So what I'm getting to here is we have launched another podcast exclusively on Spotify. So if you're a Spotify user, you can check this out. Or if you're not, this is a great, a great time to download the Spotify app and start using Spotify. I love Spotify. I use it all the time, but we've got this new podcast that we're calling the classic guitar rock countdown. And this is a show. Well, we do just what it sounds like. We're, we're going to be counting down various countdown themes, classic rock music. We have just launched as of yesterday, our first episode of the classic guitar rock countdown. And we are doing the top 10 songs of rush. So please check that out again. It's only available on Spotify. Uh, I will put the link in the description to this podcast. So if you just go wherever you download this podcast, go look in the description and I'll have a link there for the Spotify for the classic guitar rock countdown. So kind of a, a, a partner podcast going on. If you, if you want to get to a podcast where you're actually hearing the full songs, uh, that will be available to you. And I got to tell you, it's a lot of fun. It was fun making the first episode and I would love for you to check that out. Today, we're going to be talking about Iron Maiden. We'll do a countdown. I don't know if it'll be the next episode, but in an upcoming countdown, we'll do an Iron Maiden countdown, maybe Iron Maiden's top 10 or, or something like that. And again, here's another reason for you to email us. Email us your ideas for some top 10 countdowns or top five countdowns or top 20 count or whatever kind of countdown you'd like to see on our new podcast, the classic guitar rock countdown. Email us at classic guitar rock at mail.com with any suggestions. So I would absolutely invite you to check that out. It's a lot of fun. Okay. There's been a lot of press about this new Iron Maiden album, Sinjutsu. Surprisingly, some pretty harsh reviews of this album. We'll talk a little bit about that, uh, and then I'll kind of give you my own review of the album when we come back. That's all coming up on the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Attention, if you live in Spokane, Washington, and have teeth, this message is for you. Braun and Jarvis Family Dentistry knows teeth. Incisors, bicuspids, canines, molars. No tooth is too big or too small. I was delighted and impressed. So impressed, I bought the company. With Braun and Jarvis, you'll have the sweetest grill in the inland northwest. And let's be honest, nobody wants a funky grill. Braun and Jarvis Family Dentistry. 509-464-2391. That's 509-464-2391. Braun and Jarvis Family Dentistry. Quality dentistry that doesn't suck. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All the classic rock you can stomach. It's the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Welcome back to the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. I'm Jeremy. Today, we are going to be taking a deep dive into the brand new Iron Maiden album, Sinjutsu. Just a couple things I wanted to mention. I mentioned at the top of the show our new companion podcast. It's not replacing this podcast. This is in addition to this podcast. It's the Classic Guitar Rock Countdown, which is available only on Spotify. You will continue to be able to hear the Classic Guitar Rock podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. But if you want to hear the Classic Guitar Rock Countdown, that is exclusive to Spotify. So please check that out. I I think you'd really like that. Now, before we get into our conversation about the new Iron Maiden album, Sinjutsu, I want to welcome a new sponsor to the show, Campfire Audio. Now, guys, if you're like me, music is a big deal. You listen to a lot of it. That's probably why you listen to this podcast. I listen a lot in my car, but you know, I bet I listen 70% of the time on headphones. It's just always been that way. Campfire Audio makes the best headphones. You got to check out their website, www.campfireaudio.com. Campfire Audio springs from a passionate focus on refined audio reproduction. They've got a small team of highly skilled and dedicated craftspeople, and they are continuously experimenting with materials and techniques to create something unique and special for people like us who care most about it. With determination and focus, their prototypes turn into world-class earphones. Each model in their earphone line is designed and assembled by hand in their Portland, Oregon workshop, just down the road from me here. Their earphones are second to none in performance and finish. Rest assured, when you purchase a Campfire Audio earphone, you are the proud owner of a world-class product from a company that confidently stands behind everything it creates. Go to their website. It will blow you away, the different models that they have. www.campfireaudio.com Let's talk about this new Iron Maiden album. It is entitled Sinjutsu. That title, by the way, loosely translates into Tactics and Strategy. And the cover features Eddie. Eddie has been just about everything by now, right? Um, Eddie is a samurai warrior on the front of this album, which I think looks kind of cool. The videos that they've released so far are, are kind of all in that theme of like samurais and, and that sort of thing and animated. The videos are kind of cool. You should check those out. Uh, but those are cool. This is the 17th studio album that Iron Maiden has released. It's the first album in nearly six years since uh, the Book of Souls back in 2015. So that's the longest gap that they've had between studio albums. So we don't need to get too much into the history of Iron Maiden, but, but let's just talk about a few things. Now, 
Here's the challenge when you're talking about music, especially classic rock, the music that, that we like, right? Sometimes it's hard to separate the nostalgia from the actual quality of an album. You understand what I'm saying? I think it's natural that we all kind of gravitate towards the stuff that, that we grew up on. And I'm, I'm trying to do my best to objectively look at this album as a standalone piece uh, without letting my, my past feelings or nostalgia color that. Now, I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can be objective to do that, but let me just say this. My favorite album uh, for Iron Maiden is Peace of Mind, followed by Power Slave. And then after that, you know, you could put Number of the Beast. I really like Killers. But just so you know where I'm coming from, I'm I'm really squarely in the in the classic Maiden camp. I mean, I like their first four or five albums, which I think is typical. If we were to pull Iron Maiden fans, I think folks would probably say Power Slave or maybe Somewhere in Time, Number of the Beast, Peace of Mind. Those are going to be the ones that come up as folks' favorite favorite album. This is the great thing about streaming. I know streaming gets a bum rap. A lot of folks don't like streaming. But the nice thing about streaming is you can listen to an album that that you maybe wouldn't go out and purchase. When you purchase an album, there's an implied commitment, (laughs) right? I got to get my money's worth. So I know when I was a teenager, dropping 10 bucks on an album, that was a pretty big investment. So you made sure you listened to it. The downside of streaming is you don't have that same level of commitment. So it's easier to be a casual listener to a lot of albums. And I'll be honest, I've been guilty of that with Iron Maiden. You know, I've, I've probably heard every album at least once, right? Over the last 20 years since 2000. Book of Souls, I kind of liked it. I didn't rush out and buy it. Again, had I purchased it, I'd probably would have listened to it a lot more. On first blush, I like Sinjutsu. Okay. And we'll go into a little detail on, on the things I like, the things I don't like in a minute. But an interesting thing happened last week when this dropped, the initial reviews, the initial, initial feedback I heard was all pretty glowing, pretty positive how people, Iron Maiden's back, you know, how, how much people really liked it. But I've noticed just over the last few days, uh, a lot of folks that I'll, I'll go to or websites that I'll visit, the reviews have, have not been as glowing over the last few days as, as it settled in, you know, maybe that, that honeymoon period is kind of over with this new album. And, and so it's gotten a little more critical, some downright harsh. I mean, I've seen reviews saying this is the worst album Iron Maiden has ever put out. This is boring. This is terrible. It's the same thing over. There's nothing create. I mean, it's just been blasting this, which, which kind of surprised me. Because I got to be honest, when I saw the singles, uh, let's see, Writing on the Wall, I think was the first one, uh, Stratego, I liked them. I thought, whoa, that sounds pretty cool. I really like those two lead-off singles. And then when I heard the opening track, Sinjutsu, again, I'm like, this is pretty good. It's a pretty good album. So my overall, this is kind of anticlimactic, but I'll give you the grade right now. I give it a B. Is it the very best album they've ever done? 
No, but it's far from the worst album they've done. That's why I've been kind of surprised at the harsh reception from some quarters uh, towards this album, because I think it's good. So let me address some of the negatives that folks have brought uh, about this album. There have been some knocks on the production, uh, particularly the vocal sound. They say it's a little muddy. You know, when I first listened to it, I didn't think, gosh, that sounds muddy. But that's the power of suggestion, too, right? When someone says it sounds muddy, when I go back and listen, I see what they're talking about. Was it muddy enough that it was a distraction or a, or a detractor for me? No, it wasn't. So that was one of the beefs. Now, surprisingly, this has been all over the board. Some people love Nico's drumming. They think it's it's great. Others have talked about it as being very plodding and they're not very impressed with Nico's drumming. I'm a huge Nico fan. I think he's awesome. And what a lot of people don't realize is he's not a double bass player, right? He does all that stuff with one foot. He's phenomenal. And he's 69 years old, guys. Uh, I think the drums sound great on this album. I think the guitars sound great. One thing I like about Maiden is they've stayed pretty true to their guitar sound over the years. They haven't, they haven't departed much from that classic martial sound that they had in the early eighties. I mean, there, there have been some tweaks, but you look at a lot of bands, Judas Priest, for example, you listen to their guitar sound today versus from 1982. It's completely, I mean, it's, it's really different. I like the fact that Maiden's guitar sound has kind of stayed true. Not, it's not exactly the same. Obviously there, there have been some, some embellishments, some, some tweaks and changes over the years, but, but basically it's the same classic guitar sound. And, one thing that's cool about Maiden now, they've, they've always had the twin guitar attack. Well, now for the last, gosh, 20 years, 15 years, however long since Adrian came back, there's three guitars now. And so it's, it's interesting. You can hear in a lot of lead breaks, three different solos, three. You can tell when they switch from one to the other to the other. I'm not sure who's doing what yet, but it's kind of cool to hear three different soloists, uh, in some of these songs. So, so that's neat. So. Muddy vocal sound, Nico's drumming. Some people have that as a negative. Other people think it's awesome. So that's kind of weird. I think probably the, the most common complaint I've heard is that this album is boring. And I don't know if boring's the right word. First of all, it's long. It's like 82 minutes, 80, 81 minutes, 53 seconds. It's a double CD. It's a double album. Okay. So if you get it on vinyl, it's a double album or a two disc. I was watching Martin Popoff's uh, review of it and he made a good point. He said, you know, if they would have trimmed two minutes off, this could have all fit on one CD. <laughs> and you know what? That might have been a smart thing to do. In fact, and I agree with this, the first disc, right? Or the first half of this album is way stronger than the second half. And I've seen more than one reviewer say, Hey, they should have just stopped halfway through. <laughs> right. So I, I don't know. Maybe there's some validity there. So really quick, let's, let's talk about the tracks. The first song, Sinjutsu, written by Adrian Smith and Steve Harris. By the way, this is the second Iron Maiden album where there is no writing credit given to Dave Murray. 
he plays on the album, but he just didn't help write any songs. And this is the second album that's happened on. This is also very Steve Harris heavy. I mean, Harris is always involved. He's the main lyric writer. He's he's always very heavily involved. There are four songs that Steve wrote all by himself. Okay. So just some kind of interesting things. So song number one is Sinjitsu. Most of the songs on here are pretty long, by the way. Sinjitsu is eight minutes, 20 seconds. Uh, written by Adrian Smith, Steve Harris. It's a good opening track. Not my favorite song on the album, but definitely a good solid opener. Song number two, written by Steve Harris and Yannick Gers, is Stratego. I really like Stratego. I think Stratego is a great song. I love the octave guitar part. Uh, that was the uh, outro bumper I, I played before the break. It's a great song. It's a great song. The Writing on the Wall, which was the second single. This is written by Adrian Smith and Bruce Dickinson. Surprisingly, this song has gotten some hate. I've seen people that don't like this. I love this song. This is possibly the hookiest song on the album. I think it's great. It's um six minutes long. And like I said, kind of a mid-tempo starts with kind of an acoustic-y thing. Here's another beef a lot of people have. A lot of these songs start with acoustic intros, and some of them are pretty long. I'm kind of a fan of acoustic intros. What's wrong with that? Anyways, this one starts out acoustic-y and uh, goes into a writing on the wall. And at first, a lick that the first time I hear it sounds kind of pentatonic bluesy, but as I hear it more... It's more of a European Celtic vibe, and that will be revisited on this album. But Riding on the Wall, solid song. I like that song. I think it's great. Then we go into track four. Uh, this is a Steve Harris composition, Lost in a Lost World. As I'm thinking about it, I, I can't really, <laughs> I can't really recall what it sounds like. So it, it didn't grab my attention. Doesn't mean it's a bad song. It's just not springing to mind like some of the other songs are. A long one, nine minutes, 31 seconds. Coming in at number five is uh, Days of Future Past. This is an Adrian Smith, Bruce Dickinson piece. Four minutes, three seconds. Good song. I like it. Now, number six, The Time Machine. I think this is a cool song. I really, and this is maybe of all the songs, this is the one that to me seemed the most different, right? The most different from what we normally hear. I, I liked it. It comes in at seven minutes, nine seconds. There's, there's a theme here, guys. All of the Steve Harris songs are really long. The shortest song written by Steve Harris is nine and a half minutes. He's got a nine minute song. He's got, a 10 and a half minutes, 12 and a half, 11 and a half minutes. So they're all very long. Uh, so that gets us through. That's disc one, right? Sinjutsu, Stratego, The Writing on the Wall, Lost in a Lost World, Days of Future Past, The Time Machine. Okay. Now, some folks have made the case that should have been the album. And I will tell you this. That half is definitely stronger than the second half. Now, the second half starts out with a tune called Darkest Hour, which is really like a, a ballad, pretty mellow, but a good song. This is written by Smith and Dickinson, seven minutes long, a, a solid song. Song number two on disc two 
is one that I've seen. People love it. People hate it. It's called Death of the Celts. And of course, this is being compared to the song The Klansman from a previous Iron Maiden album. But Death of the Celts, again, as you can imagine, that atmospheric, that that history theme coming back. This, of course, written by Steve Harris. He's quite the historian, by the way. And this song comes. I like it. I think it's a great song. We've got the song The Parchment, which comes next. Longest song on the album, 1239. This one was it didn't really grab me. You know, it's got multiple parts. And here's one of the beefs that folks have with the album is it gets into, into this repetitive thing where they're playing the same riff kind of over and over. And it's just, it's almost like they're, they're making different parts for the sake of having different parts just to stretch it out. That's the parchment. Last track is called Hell on Earth. Again, Kind of a forgettable track for me. It didn't really jump out at me. Think about this. The last three tracks of the song, or or the last three tracks of the album, right? Each one is over 10 minutes. 10 and a half, 12 and a half, 11 and a half. Three long songs. That's over 30 minutes of music on those last three songs. So, to be honest, I could do without The Parchment and Hell on Earth. Death of the Celts, I liked. I get the case that it's, it's kind of boring and kind of ponderous. I don't know that I call it boring. I would say less is more, right? A lot of these songs that are nine minutes long could easily be five minutes long. Uh, and, and I think one of two ways, right? They could have left some of these songs off completely and we, we wouldn't have known the difference, right? Or they could have just shortened down a lot and, and have shorter songs what I appreciate about like Stratego, that's a four and a half minute song or four, five. It's a five minute song. Days of future past four minute song. There's nothing wrong with four minute songs, guys. Even though I'm getting old, I still have a short attention span. <laughs> I have no problem with shorter songs. And, and as I read a lot of these reviews, other people are kind of saying, wow, this thing is so long. Did it really need to be too? So there you have it. You know, that's just, that's just kind of some of the feedback that folks have been giving. As I said at the beginning, it's a solid album. Some of the songs I really like. In fact, I would say uh, Stratego, The Writing on the Wall are my, my two favorite. I think those are my two favorite. Oh, I, for, I forgot to mention this. I think it's in Lost in a Lost World. It reminds me of Judas Priest at the beginning. It's a mellow part that kind of reminds me of a Before the Dawn, Last Rose of Summer thing from Judas Priest before it kicks into it. But I like that song. I like the buildup. But my two favorites would be Stratego and The Writing on the Wall. After that, Time Machine, a good song. Sinjitsu is a good song. You know, I, I would say there's four songs that I really, really like. There's three that are okay, and then there's about three or four that that I'd be okay without. Doesn't mean they're bad. Just means that that maybe this idea of less is more would have been a good thing to to pursue for the guys in Iron Maiden. But personally, for me, I'm just happy to see a new album from Iron Maiden. You know, Iron Maiden is, if not the most popular heavy metal band ever definitely one of the most popular heavy metal bands ever still one of the top concert draws worldwide and they've kind of become the elder statesman of heavy metal 
And they are a true international sensation. Huge fan base in Latin America, in South America, in Japan. They, they are just a, a big, big band and a great band. And so I'm excited whenever they put something out. So as I said at the beginning, not their best, definitely not their worst. I give it a B. I would love to hear what you think. Email me, classicguitarrock at mail.com. And again, please check out our new podcast over on Spotify, the Classic Guitar Rock Countdown. Feel free to email us any recommendations or suggestions for that podcast or for this podcast. Please like, follow, share this podcast with your friends, and we will see you next time on the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Oh, sweetie! Please like, subscribe, and share. You can email us at classicguitarrock at mail.com. We're not ordinary people. We're morons. We'll see you for the next episode of the Classic Guitar Rock Podcast. Keep your head on the ground and keep reaching for your feet. Wait, that's that's not right. Keep your feet on the ground and keep starting. No, keep your stuff. What the heck? Just thanks for listening.